your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. Yet to join me on the show this evening will be legendary blues guitarist Joe Bonamassa. I've also got Bat for Lashes in the live room very soon, but now I give you new music from Biffy Clyro. Their seventh album, Ellipsis, is due for release on the 8th of July. And with the Scottish Trio's 2013 double album, Opposites, reaching the top of the charts in the UK and number three here in Ireland, that number one position was a first for the band. So they decided that the only way to follow up that double album was to, quote, completely revolt against it. Now, personally, I prefer when Biffy rock out. When they released that single, uh, that golden rule from their 2009 album, Only Revolutions, I thought, yes, this is exactly where they need to be going. But the other tracks didn't really live up to that animosity. But uh, now they are. The lead single from the album was Wolves and Winter. And here now is the second single to be released from the upcoming record. I love this one from Biffy Clara. This is called Animal Style on Radio Nova.
great is that? That is new music from Biffy Clara on Radio Nova that is called Animal Style, the second single taken from the forthcoming album Ellipsis due for release on July the 8th. You can catch them live up north. Take a trip up to Belfast. They're playing Bell Sonic next Saturday, the 25th of June. Backstage on Radio Nova. Live room. I've got a beautiful little treat in store for you now. This is one from Bat for Lashes that she performed back in 2011 and it's a cover of Bruce Springsteen's I'm on Fire.
It's Sinead Vordy with you here on Radio Nova. How stunning was that cover? That was Bat for Lashes performing the Bruce Springsteen song, I'm on Fire. I am a little bit in love with Natasha Khan. I think of Bat for Lashes. She's just an incredible artist and a wonderful songwriter. Her concept album, The Bride, is due out on July the 1st. This is Radio Nova.
Let's get back to your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. It's Sinead Nivorda with you here on Radio Nova. You're now about to go backstage with one serious, prolific and successful blues guitarist by the name of Joe Bonamassa. Joe is playing here next Wednesday and Thursday when he takes the stage at Dublin's Vicar Street for his new show, A Salute to the British Blues Explosion, which pays homage to the music of Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page. Playing since he's been a little one, he has opened for B.B. King at the age of 12. He's also played alongside the likes of Stephen Stills and Eric Clapton. And Joe Bonamassa joins me now on the show. Hi, Joe, thanks so much for joining me. 33 albums in 17 years. Man, that is pretty prolific. I've had 17 number one Billboard Blues albums, including the live stuff. Wow. I hold the the all-time record, believe it or not, I hold the all-time record for the most Billboard number one blues album in the history of the chart, which which that and, and about three pounds will get you a nice Guinness. Um, I find, and but it's but it but it is a testament to how how loyal and how great the fans have been over the years mm. that they've supported the, the release. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but but you're still phenomenally young. You're only what thirty five, is it? I'm thirty nine. Thirty nine. Sorry, I skipped a few years there. Thirty nine. That- I, I, I I appreciate the generosity. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll meet that in a few years. Yeah. We'll just round it off at about 37, yeah? We'll just say 37. <laughs> but I've got to ask, because obviously you started so young. I know your dad started teaching you playing guitar when you were five, but I have to ask you about opening up for B.B. King. I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but it is quite an impressive feat, being asked to open for him back in 1989 at the age of 12. I mean, how did that come about? The whole thing, you know, with B.B. King, is he did that for so many artists, including myself, and you know, um, about him wanting to help other artists. And, you know, I was just lucky enough that he, he liked what I was doing and, and um, asked me if I wanted to open up the, the shows. Unbelievable. And, you know, with, with playing the blues, a lot of the feeling and passion that goes into that comes from certain experiences, of course, or, or relating to such experience. So how did you get to connect with the genre of blues at such a young age? And how did you get to execute it in such a genuine and impressive way? Well, you know, to be honest with you, it's... This was always what I was going to do. I never had a B plan. I, I, I knew from a very, very young age that I wanted to be a professional musician. Um, if, I, if I knew the music business was this messed up, I probably would have chosen another profession. But ultimately, this is the profession I, I went into. And it, it, um, it became a, a, a mission in life. You know, this, this isn't just what I do for a living. This is what I do in life. You know, I mean, the guitar defines me. Music defines me, you know. Guitar collecting defined. You know, I mean that's 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 who I am. Most people think it's some kind of put on, but they but if they get to know me or they come over to my house, they go, Oh, so you really are that guy? I go, Yeah, it wouldn't work any other way. And, you know, the house is full of guitars and amps and it's very well done, but it's very specific to my chosen profession. So, you know, that that, that alone tells you the kind of mission I and I I was, I was actually chatting to Joe Satriani last week, who's obviously an absolute dude, and he revealed to me that he possesses some 200 to 250 guitars, but you just mentioned you obviously collect guitars, and you were known to possess one of the most extensive of guitar collections in the world. So go on, tell us, how many do you have, Joe? Oh, I don't know. It's somewhere probably north of 275. Um, but, you know, I, I've, I've been collecting for 20 years, 
And I, I've, I've amassed some pretty nice stuff. And, you know, the whole thing is, like, a lot of, lot of the guitars I collect, people never see. They're just in my collection because it's part of a museum that I, that I built around my house. Right. And, you know, the ones I play on stage are not the pristine models. They're the, they're the ones that are, in, you know, in, in player grade condition. But uh, ultimately, it's a passion. And, you know, it, it's like, you know, some people are like, well, why do you need that many? It's like, it's not a question of why do I need that many. It's, it's what I'm collecting is Americana. And it, what I'm collecting is a snapshot in history, both musically and manufacturing-wise, that, 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 never, that we'll, we'll never see again. When you look at a guitar that I buy from the 50s, every part of that guitar was made in America by a factory. There was none of this kind of, you know, well, the, the screws are made in China, the bodies are made in Mexico, the neck's made in, you know, whatever. You know, it, it's not this piecemeal thing. It's actually crafted in, in America by one or two people. And wow. that's, that's special. And, yeah. you know, at least, at least in my world, you know. Yeah, unique and rare objects that sound like absolutely got to have your hands on those. They're very, very unique and getting rarer. They're not making any more, and the issue is becoming they're just it's such a worldwide market that, and they only made so many, is, is, is the good stuff is becoming extraordinarily difficult to find. That's just a fact. Well, it sounds like you've accumulated quite the collection there, Joe. Now, before you venture forth into the live terrain and the incredible artists you have played with, I'm going to play one of your tracks now. From Joe Bonamassa, this is Dust Bowl on Radio Nova. Bone. 
Joe Bonamassa on Radio Nova that is called Dust Bowl and you are backstage with Joe Bonamassa. Now, Joan, just looking at your incredible career, you've performed with so many legends. We mentioned B.B. King. You've also played with Eric Clapton, with Stephen Stills. The list goes on and on. Is there any highlight that comes to mind? Well, I mean, the, the, the Albert Hall in 2009 when Eric Clapton came out and played so brilliantly, that, that's got to be on the, the top list. Um, when Paul Rogers came out and sang with our band in New York City for two nights, that was the top shelf. Nice. Um, John Hyatt set in with it. Um, you know, the work I've done with Beth Hart, the, you know, there's so many. I mean, like, I, I feel like I'm sliding people and not mentioning it, but, it, but it's like so many, so many opportunities that we've had to, to play with. Bonafide Hall of Famers, in my opinion. It's like you pinch me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. You're coming to Vicker Street in Dublin on the 28th and 29th of this month. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that Vicker Street is especially dear to you. So why is that? Oh, it's just like the gig, you know. We've done. Mm. I've never played anywhere else in Dublin. I've always played that place. And Dublin, you know, with the with the history of both Rory Gallagher and Gary Moore, and even though Rory was from Cork, but you know, he made made a lot of his reputation in Dublin. And, and you know, the Thin Lizzy, the, the Gary Moore, the, it's like all 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 that kind of British rock you know, Irish rock, blues scene really kind of came from there. And it, and, and to me, Vicker Street kind of embodies that that, that tradition. Um, that, and that's why I want to play that. Um, it's, it, it, it means the world to me, and it's fun. And if I can't have fun with this thing, then I might as well just quit. Now, Joe, it sounds like you're having fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. We look forward to seeing you in Dublin next week. You can catch Joe in his show, Joe Bonamassa, a salute to the British blues explosion where he will play homage to the music of Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page. Tickets are still available for the shows at Vicar Street next Wednesday and Thursday, the 29th and 30th of June. Backstage Entertainment Update. And joining me now in studio is Conor McCaffrey of The Star. Well, hello, how's it going? How's it going? All good. Yeah, congratulations on the big win over Ukraine. Yes, we're doing it okay this time for yeah. a change. I, I've got two Ireland's in the competition this you time. You do, nice. <laughs> You've a big smile on your face. Yeah. You're enjoying this. Well, listen, I'm enjoying the picks that you have for us over the coming week. I know you're going to talk about Joe Satriani in a moment, who I spoke to last week. But we're going to kick off with a proper legend. Yeah, tonight a proper reggae legend. And Natty Wheeler is sitting in the academy tonight with his band. Wait for this, it's called... Natty Wheeler and the Reggae Vibes. Pretty, yeah, pretty uh, self-explanatory description of what the <laughs> night's going to be about. You think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he played key- keyboards with Bob Marley back in the day and he even played with other legends like King Toby and Aston Barrett. He left the Wheelers in 2000 but there's no bad blood then. He still comes on, plays gigs every so often with them. Mm. He's been living here for 20 years as well. So he, Has he really? He married ah. a woman, I think, from Slane actually. All right. He, they met woman. in Jamaica and she dragged him back here. Fair play to her. <laughs> yeah. it tends to happen. <laughs> so he, he definitely knows the Irish crowds really well. So he'd be playing tracks from his most recent album, which is called Destiny, and plenty of the reggae classics that everyone knows. Nice. So if you're not headed to Body and Soul, that is one to head up. That is near me gaff and all. So I might be popping it myself. Happy days. All right, on to this next guitar legend. Yeah, you had him on last week, yeah? He yeah, was he's a dude. One for, for the guitar virtuosos here. Uh, Joe Satriani is playing Vicker Street on Monday, doing all sorts of crazy guitar gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, uh, his 15th album was just out last year. It's called Shockwave Supernova, which is kind of what you'd expect at the gig. It's almost like a two-word <laughs> review of, of the gig itself. <laughs> you know, it's going to be full of 
crazy slam solos, whammy bars, loads of proggy sci-fi stuff and some serious session musicians. And apparently a bit of uh, playing with his teeth. Oh yeah, he does that. <laughs> All right, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, keeps, he was saying to me, I really should stop doing that. Like, it's such a dangerous thing. But, he, but just the buzz he said he gets from the band, or not the band, from yeah. the crowd, isn't it? So it just keeps inspiring to do more. Um, now, here's one that you came across recently. Yeah, I only heard of these last week when I was again looking up bands for the Burn the Woods Festival. Um, they're called Megacone. They're a Dublin-based instrumental rock act. And they're actually, they've been doing pretty well this summer for festivals. They've played Fantastival, Burn the Woods. They've been booked for Knock and Stockin' and Electric Picnic. Oh, wow. And uh, tonight they're also launching their new EP called Absolute Magnitude. And it's on vinyl too, so there's ever a bit of a push. They're kind of intricate, not being, they're not really too noodly into that kind of uh, <laughs> off-putting, like a kind of proggy version of Primus. Ooh, kind of really? Lots of nice kind of high frat floaty guitars, really nice stuff. They've only been around for about two years after forming a college, so I think a few high hopes for Megacone anyway. That's an impressive start already for them, nice. Good chance to catch them in a small intimate venue before yeah, getting them yeah. in a big field. Be doing plenty of fields over the summer. Yeah, they will indeed. And you will too, won't you? <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. All right, well, Conor McCaffrey of the start. Thanks a million for popping in. All right, have a good weekend. You too. Next Saturday on Backstage. I'll be chatting to a very talented musician and legendary super producer. He's the drummer in Garbage and the man to have worked magic on albums by Sonic Youth, Smashing Pumpkins, Foo Fighters, and most notably, on Nirvana's Nevermind. Butch Vig joins me backstage next week. Very excited. I'll also be talking to the original Rude Boy and former singer for the specials, Neville Staple. So I hope you'll join me backstage next Saturday at 6. Peter Devlin is up next with the Saturday soundtrack amongst the very fine choice of tunes he has lined up for you over the next couple of hours. Amongst them are tunes from the Buzzcocks, Alabama Shakes and Deus. Nice. Peter is on the way right after the Nova News update at 7.